We must increase vaccinations among the unvaccinated with new vaccination requirements. Of the nearly 80 million eligible Americans who have not gotten vaccinated, many said they were waiting for approval from the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. Well, last month, the FDA granted that approval. So the time for waiting is over. This summer, we made progress through the combination of vaccine requirements and incentives, as well as the FDA approval. Four million more people got their first shot in August than they did in July. But we need to do more. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you. Of course, it's about freedom and personal choice. But I don't expect a dictator, a thug, to think anything else other than what he's thinking. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Great to be with you. What Joe Biden is putting forth is that OSHA, through the Department of Labor, should mandate vaccines on private businesses. Those employing more than 100 people would affect 80 million people around the country because his patience is wearing thin. The question is, is any of this legal? William Jacobson joins us right now, the mind behind LegalInsurrection.com, Cornell Law Professor. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. Uh, first things first, you you read, of course, what they put out before he speaks. You hear the president yesterday. You, the lawyer who has done this a great number of years, uh, what were your thoughts? What is truly astounding to me is how arrogant he was, how bullying he was. Uh, you know, he's not literally a dictator, but he certainly acted like he thought he was. He's running out of patience with the American people. I mean, the whole tone of it was nasty and bullying and authoritarian. Put aside whether it's legal or not. But he really, it really was, I can't think of, <laughs> now of course I'm sure there were worse more aggressive, um, you know, nastier speeches that a president has given. It really was quite astounding. You're you're not the only one to say that to, you know, the, the, these, these lines. Are like, what else do you want? What else can I do for you? Like he's speaking in that kind of, 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 of whisper thing. And he also said, let me share this with everybody about patience. What more do you need to see? We've made vaccinations free, safe, and convenient. The vaccine is FDA approval. Over 200 million Americans have gotten at least one shot. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin, and your refusal has cost all of us. So please do the right thing. Well, his do the right thing is allow us to force you to get vaccinated. Now, I'm not an anti-vax person uh, talking to William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor, the mind behind LegalInsurrection.com. The question is, in doing this as a mandate through OSHA uh, and the Department of Labor, creating this as a regulation, an emergency regulation as opposed to a law, can the president do this? Can you force people to get vaccinated? And there are two two issues there. Can a government... Uh, require vaccination. But then the real question is, can the federal government and can the president through the equivalent of regulation and executive order do it? And I think there's there's no question or there is question, but there's strong precedent for states and localities being able to require vaccination. Uh, the smallpox vaccination, I think it was in 1920 or whatever the year was, 
um, in Massachusetts is, you know, the most famous case that people point to. But that's not necessarily without limit. But then it's a different question. Can the president of the United States just go on TV and announce every company with 100 or more employees is going to have to uh, require the employees to get vaccinated or we're going to fine you with $14,000 per violation? And that, I think, is, is a tougher pull because there is there are limits on the federal government. The federal government, um, under what authority is he doing it? Um, is it regulating commerce? Well, if they can force you to do that, then they can force you to do anything. And remember, the Obamacare law, which required people to purchase insurance, was found to be unconstitutional as a commerce clause matter, but was found to be, in a ridiculous opinion, um, part of the government's taxing authority. So the Obamacare decision, as it relates to this, because there's no argument here that this is taxing authority, uh, I think actually cuts against the federal government being able to do that. Doesn't mean a state can't do it. Doesn't mean a locality can't do it. So I think there's real questions. And then what they're trying to do, they're trying to shoehorn it into existing laws like OSHA. But even in you know the recent uh, opinion where they struck down the, or the, the uh, CDC uh, eviction moratorium, the majority of the court said it's ridiculous to think that an evic- controlling rental properties is within the power of the CDC under its existing regulations, that it was a, a stretch too far. And I think that that could be the finding here, that trying to claim this is occupational hazard, uh, a generalized uh, you know, uh, problem in the society that's not specific to a particular workplace is somehow falls under OSHA, then there are no limits. They can regulate anything that happens in a workplace. So I think that's, I think that's on the edge. I, I'm not going to predict how the courts will rule on that, but I think that's a pretty weak sort of way to force private businesses and tell them how to run their business. So I, I think it's I think it's highly questionable. I'm not prepared to say it is absolutely unconstitutional, but it's highly questionable. So we, we see this from this White House, and of course they did this on the evacuation, not the evacuation, the eviction moratorium, where he admitted, the president admitted, look, we might be able to get away with it for, for a couple of months. He knew it was a violation of his oath, and he did it anyway, and that seems to be what they're doing here. But I'm with you that there is a lot of, I can't believe I just heard this, and now how does it play out constitutionally the what we just heard is is absolutely frightening it was stephanie rule from msnbc who pointed out that this vax mandate as an emergency workplace safety rule is the ultimate workaround for the federal government to require vaccination she put that on twitter and ron Klain, the white house chief of staff retweeted that you're a lawyer does that help biden's case or does that hurt him tremendously well, I don't think what they tweeted will will make a difference legally, but it's a question of whether it is really trying to take a law that has no applicability and trying to invent a reason why you can regulate under it. And uh, I was just, you know, reading some other commentary this morning, and there's never been a federal vaccine mandate anything like this. I mean, this is truly unprecedented. So this is this is new territory. We've never seen a federal power grab telling private employers how they have to run their businesses. And uh, and I say that as somebody who's vaccinated. I, I recommend people get the vaccine, but it's a very different thing to say you think people should do it uh, or recommend people 
inject something into themselves and to say that the president of the United States essentially acting alone can go on TV and mandate that 100, 100 million people get injected. Uh, you know, and I think that it's one thing I haven't heard uh, much of, a little bit from the conservative side, but none from the usual suspects, is which population has the highest percentage of unvaccinated people. It's the black community. So what this is going to do, this is going to force, um, you know, minorities, force blacks essentially to choose between getting vaccinated and their jobs. And so, you know, this is in a sense, uh, if any other president had done, this would be called racially discriminatory, uh, disproportionate impact, all these other buzzwords that we often hear. So this is really, and what's even scarier is what is the limit? If he can force you to take an injection, if he can force your employer to force you to take an injection as as the president of the United States, what is the limit on his power? And I think what we see is that there will be no limit. So before I let you go, I I, want to get into how you would approach this. We're, we're already hearing uh, states, uh, attorneys general get into this uh, conversation. They're going to fight this. Governors like Christy Noem of South Dakota saying, see you in court and, and others doing the same. You're the lawyer. You're representing the state of Indiana. What is your case? How, what is the case you're making to why this, this regulation from OSHA should not ha- be allowed to stand? Simply that it's beyond the authority of the statutory authority, that there is no authority for the president or for OSHA to do this, that it is not an occupational safety matter. It doesn't fall under the regulations, and therefore they have no power to do it, just like the CDC had no power to to mandate uh, evictions, even though the government claimed that was health-related. That that was within their power. So I, I think the first thing you need to do is focus on whether they have the authority. Because if they have, don't have the authority, it doesn't matter whether it's constitutional or not. Uh, none of that matters. They can't do it. The OSHA, OSHA is not a uh, you know, regulation for you know, controlling every single thing a business does. And I don't think that this will fall under you know, what relates to OSHA, because normally OSHA has to do with things that are work-related. You know, what sort of materials are you using? Are you using a proper ladder? Do you have proper supervisors there? Do you have oxygen available? All those sort of things. Now they're saying that they're going to require that just to even hire somebody, they have to have had a medical treatment. That, I think, is a stretch. By the way, OSHA, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, William Jacobson, Cornell Law Professor, LegalInsurrection.com. Another time we'll get into how these agencies can get eliminated from our lives. That's another conversation for another day. William Jacobson, LegalInsurrection.com. I appreciate you taking the time.